Friday night. Hey, that's tonight. Friday night. 50 degrees and sun. Good weather for football playoffs. I don't know if they got soccer going on or whatever. And uh, tomorrow, if you got ball games, should be nice as well. And, of course, we got a lot of college football on Saturday. Sunshine in about 56. Then it'll start cooling off a little bit. But uh, let's enjoy it right now. It's going to be a beautiful Friday. 5 o'clock, this is 104.5 FM, WAXX Eau Claire. Let's get some of the news of the morning. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. Fire crews in Southern California won't be resting as the tick fire continues to burn near Los Angeles. L.A. County Fire Chief Daryl Osby says crews are going to be on the fire line. The firefight will continue throughout the night. Um, we've had sustained 20-mile-per-hour winds with 30 to 40-mile-per-hour gusts. As mentioned by our Honorable Supervisor Barker earlier, that will happen throughout the night. The fire burning in Canyon Country north of Los Angeles has scorched over 3,900 acres and is 0% contained. The fire forced about 50,000 people to evacuate their homes. Flames have already burned at least six homes, but there could be more damage. Fire officials say strong winds that have been fanning the flames are going to continue through the night and into Friday. The U.S. is reportedly planning to send tanks to protect oil fields in Syria. Newsweek reports the Pentagon is looking to deploy part of an armored unit to the eastern part of the country. It would include as many as 30 Abrams tanks. President Trump recently announced he was withdrawing American troops from Syria, but this week said a small number would stay in the region. A judge is holding Education Secretary Betsy DeVos in contempt of court. A federal magistrate judge in California says DeVos and the Education Department disobeyed an order to halt the collection of loan payments from the now-defunct Corinthian Colleges. Judge Sally Kim wrote the evidence shows only minimal efforts to comply with last year's order. Politico reports that DeVos was also given a $100,000 fine, which will be paid by the government. And classes are canceled again in Chicago today as the teachers' strike marches on. Chicago Public Schools says the teachers' union has not yet scheduled a House of Delegates vote, which is necessary to end the strike. It's going to be the seventh day that students have missed class. More than 25,000 teachers and staff went on strike October the 17th over working conditions and better pay. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. All right, we'll have a little better news for you as we go further with our farm news this morning. Wow. Hey, it's three minutes after five as we look at our news, courtesy of folks like Osseoplastics and Supply. When you're in for improving your energy efficiency, Focus on Energy can help you grow your farm's energy efficiency this fall. Scott Schultz with Steve Kaker, Trade Ally Liaison with Focus on Energy. We're getting to the end of our season that we're we're looking for invoices for equipment that's been purchased over the year hot water boilers unit heaters some of the greenhouse things that are going on thermal curtains climate controls we've got some good incentives on the the boilers they're like one to three dollars per mbh so depending on the efficiency and the size we're giving out probably uh, i'd say three hundred dollars a thousand dollars depending on the size and the efficiency mm-hmm. so lots of equipment available lots of incentives available for upgrading that heating equipment where do you go to find information focus on energy.com call 888-947-7828 steve craker the trade ally lays on with focus on energy i'm scott schultz engineered for toughness built for work Discover the difference during Ram Power Days at Gross Motors in Nielsville. 
Right now, get 0% for 60 months, plus $2,000 bonus cash for up to $10,262 in discounts on select all-new 2019 Ram 1500 crew cabs. Explore the power of the all-new Ram 1500 during Ram Power Days at Gross Motors, your Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram dealer, 404 East Division Street, Nielsville, or online, grossauto.com. Five minutes after 5 o'clock weather-wise, oh, the next couple days are going to be dandies. Friday, sunshine, about 50. Tonight, it won't be quite as cold. It'll be about 32 and clear. Tomorrow, into the 50s with more sunshine. Sunday, not bad, partly cloudy, so we'll see a little sun on Sunday. But high temperatures only in the mid-40s. And then Monday, only about 40 and partly cloudy. Tuesday and Wednesday, we won't get out of the 30s. Mostly cloudy, maybe a little mixed precipitation falling. So it'll be nice the next two or three days, but uh, then changing a little bit. Right now in Green Bay, it's 34, 36 in Milwaukee, 29 in the Madison Sun Prairie area, 28 in Wausau, Marshfield at 29, Rice Lake at 26, 30 in La Crosse, Black River at 18, Toma at 19, here in the Eau Claire, Chippewa Falls, Menominee area. Almost brings tears to my eyes. <laughs> 25 degrees. Again, we're about halfway home. We're looking about 50 for the high today. We'll check the markets on a Friday morning. Brought to you by Pioneer. And uh, we'll get to uh, all that information as we uh, go forward. Looking at our markets this morning. Again, as we said, brought to you by Pioneer. Let's hear this about what's going on with Pioneer. Let's talk harvest with another Pioneer Seeds Harvest Update. I'm Scott Schultz. This morning with Ryan Bates, West Central Wisconsin, field agronomist with Pioneer Seeds. Some of the combines are rolling out there. They've been at it, in the soybeans especially. And what might we look at, do you think, for yields as things are rolling along here? Of course, we might have a little bit better handle on soybeans so far. What are we looking at? Well, I think the key word is going to be variability, and we're going to see some uh, large separations on, on planting dates as well as as we get really going into this harvest. Finally getting some crop out here and here and now, but seeing some good yields. Had a plot come out down by Cochran, averaged uh, around 68 bushels an acre. Um, had some that was that was planted in early May. Had some stuff that was planted. Um, early June is closer to the 40 bushel average with the amount of white mold uh, in some areas as well. Kind of took the top end off in the fields, but uh, a lot of mid 50 field averages, what I'm seeing. Uh, but there's ranges from 20 bushels to 80 bushels within fields or more. So a lot of variability. Uh, all depends on planting date. Uh, earlier plant stuff definitely uh, has a little bit higher yields uh, as we got some of the later planted stuff. Just didn't get enough. No indoor pods on that, on those plants to really get that top end. And those are going to be in the 40s or maybe even 30s as, as we get into some of those fields. And it's almost too early to talk about what we might be hearing yield-wise from the corn crop, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. there's a few guys out there um, starting to get some corn, some corn that uh, maybe is jeopardizing standability or they got in there early um, and they want to get started on it. You know, moisture has continued to to hold up there in the 20s, mid-20s. Some of it's still in the high high 20s, some of that late plant stuff. But, um, you know, yields, uh, kind of like corn, things are going to be variable, but I think uh, some of the guys have gotten out there, they're kind of pleasantly surprised. They're a little, um, you know, 
field average may be done, but there's some good spots out in the field and um, some solid yields out in there, you know, two two and a quarter um, in some cases here. So, uh, you know, I think across the area, planting day is going to stand out. That moisture uh, correction factor is going to play a role. But uh, stuff that got planted uh, mid-May and earlier, I think we got some good yields. It's a matter of did it have enough nitrogen and if any disease came in late and shut it down. Uh, some of that later plant stuff really took a yield hit. Um, and we're going to see that uh, in the moisture as well as test weight and just grain quality um, as that some of that stuff uh, failed to reach uh, fissile maturity before the killing frost here. Pleasant surprises. Let's hope for some more pleasant surprises. That's Ryan Bates, West Central Wisconsin field agronomist with Pioneer Seeds. With the Pioneer Harvest Update, I'm Scott Schultz. going on around the country. We'll uh, hear from others as well. But again, Pioneer bringing us the Friday morning early look at the markets. And Scott, the cash livestock here at the end of the week. Fed beef steers are at 96 to 108 with Fed beef heifers also 96 to 108. Fed Holstein steers are 85 to 94. Cows are 46 to 52. And bulls, 60 to 72. Butcher hogs are at 32 to 39, with sows, 20 to 50, and boars, 8 to 12. Shorn and unshorn market lambs are at a dollar to 160, and feeder lambs are at a dollar to 177. At the Mercantile Exchange, livestock prices under a little pressure yesterday. December live cattle, 114.72, down 52. February, 120.05, down 37. April, 121.70, also down 37. November feeder cattle closed 144.17. That's down 57. January at 140.57, down 62. March feeder cattle 139.82. That's down 55. And April at 141.50, also down 55. Lean hog carcass contracts December 64.55, closing 127 lower. February at 73.47, down 162. April at seventy nine sixty two down two dollars and May at eighty five thirty five down two oh two. Board of Trade continues rather quiet as the uh, harvest continues. Still waiting on more trade news. December corn about a penny higher than yesterday's day trade close. December corn at three eighty eight this morning. Oats down two at two ninety nine. December wheat up two at five eighteen. November beans up one at nine thirty four. Soybean meal for December up a dollar a ton at three oh six sixty at Buck Country Grain and Doomer's Grain Service in Holman. We've got the cash price for corn delivered to the elevator today at three fifty two and the soybeans at eight seventy three. Turning to the dairy markets, barrel cheese that was up nine and a half at two twenty. Blocks up one and a half at two twelve and a half. So we got that uh, inverted proportion from barrels and blocks now. Once again, grade double A butter down a quarter of a cent at two o five and three quarters. October class three up two at eighteen sixty seven. November jumped up thirty six nineteen thirty seven. December class three up seventeen at eighteen forty eight. January up eight at seventeen fifty three. February up a nickel at sixteen ninety seven. Prices a little higher in March. And then down through the rest of 2020. So that's an early morning look at our market information, all brought to you by Pioneer. We're 12 minutes after 5, again, about 25, mid-20s right now. Some folks, oh, Black River, Toma in the upper teens this morning. 
But we'll get a lot of sunshine today. High should be right around 50 and maybe a little better than that. When farming, prices fluctuate, whether it is feed, milk, or livestock prices. Hi, this is Michelle from Tureen Livestock Market in Thorpe. One thing that is consistent, we at Tureen Livestock Market will work to get the best prices for your livestock. We're not a cooperative. We're family-owned and operated. Our sales are every Monday and Wednesday, and we're conveniently located one and a half miles north of Thorpe on Highway 73. Give us a call at 715-669-7127. Because at Tureen Livestock Market, we're always striving to be the best market of choice for your livestock. At Bremer Bank, we see you and everything you're working to accomplish. Since 1943, we've helped neighbors like you achieve success on their own terms, making the places we call home grow and prosper. We'd love to hear what you see for yourself, your business, your family, your future. Let's see what we can do together. Find out more at Bremer.com. What do Top the Tater brand dips taste like? You know that moment when your team wins and your friends are high-fiving, chest-bumping, and spilling beer on the new carpet, but you don't even care? It tastes like that. Top the Tater. Strange name, delicious dip. If you need inputs for your farm or your rural operation or just about anything, Arcadia Farm and Home in Arcadia is the place for you. Colin Gomez joins us right now, and Colin, I think, outside of a combine or a tractor, you can get just about anything at your place. Tell us about the line of products that you've got and the services that you provide. Yeah, we do a, a full line of hardware, farm supplies. We've got hunting goods. We've also got an automobile repair center. So we've got a little bit of a little bit of everything. And as far as your strictly agriculture, some of the seeds and supplies, there, I know you got seed and feed and fencing supplies. Tell us a little bit about that. Carry everything from Milky Placer. We've got a complete line of feed. We do all of your alfalfa and grasses and all those kind of mixes, along with even selling some corn and soybeans. Tell us about uh, the Alpharex alfalfa varieties. How long have you carried the Alpharex line, and what's been the response of farmers that have planted it? We go back a long ways with Alpharex. Actually, my dad sold those products, so we've been doing business with them for 30-plus years, and the response has always been great. The product is amazing. Farmers come back more than once to get more Alpharex seed. Yeah, we know we've been doing it long enough that we have sons uh, whose dads bought the seed from us, and they've continued on planting it just, just because of how it performs and, and how competitive the pricing is on it. And uh, you can get it at Arcadia Farm and Home. Colin Gamas with us. Stop down and see Colin for all your needs for Alpharex seeds. Be ready for anything Mother Nature throws at you. It's Jeep 4x4 Adventure Days at Gross Motors in Nielsville. Hurry in now and get up to $4,500 in total discounts on select 2019 Jeep Grand Cherokee models when you finance through Chrysler Capital. Choose your vehicle and make it yours at Gross Motors, your Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram dealer. 404 East Division Street, Nielsville, or online grossauto.com during the Jeep 4x4 Adventure Days. About a quarter after 5, 25 degrees, looking for some sunshine and 50 today. And uh, Scott, Bob Crop is estimating dairy prices. What's he saying? Yes, longtime UW dairy economist, 
Bob Kropp said this month in his dairy newsletter that he expects dairy prices to continue to improve. Kropp said for the year he expects the Class 3 milk price to average $16.75 a hundredweight. That's up more than $2 from last year's average price. He cited lower production increases, poorer feed quality, more butter and cheese demand, and better export markets for his numbers. Kropp said while exports to places like China, Japan, and other parts of the world are down, dairy product sales are increasing nicely to many Asian countries. And he adds price trends look favorable into 2020. All right. That uh, will be a, a good sign. We haven't had that forecast. But uh, 2014, we had uh, nice dairy prices. And, boy, it's yep. been a roller coaster down since then. All right. Coming up on the show, we're going to talk about dairy. Tom Vilsack. Remember him? Former Agriculture mm-hmm. Secretary under uh, Barack Obama. Now he's head of the Dairy Export Council. He was at World Dairy Expo, and uh, our folks in the southern part of the state at our Midwest facility down there had a chance to kind of have a, a roundtable discussion with him. So we'll hear what uh, he's got to say about dairy and exports, and maybe he'll vouch for what Bob Kropp is saying. That's coming up next on Wax. We're 17 minutes after 5 o'clock. Now's the best time of year to get more for your money with a new Mahindra. Enjoy 0% interest or save thousands of dollars on our rugged Mahindra tractors. That's more for less on many Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight to pay 0% interest or save thousands on the world's number one selling farm tractor, Mahindra. Most Americans have stuff because stuff is important. And when you have stuff, you need a big text trailer, a utility trailer for that golf cart, equipment trailer for that antique car, a gooseneck trailer for moving pipe or the swing set. Big text trailers get your stuff where you need it. Precise design and quality construction packs more value into each big text trailer. Visit us today at Union Trailer and Power Equipment or check our inventory out online at uniontrailer.com. Quality products, expert service, Union Trailer Sales. Are you kidding me? No, it's not like winning the lottery. But when you get hired for a seasonal position at Mason Companies, it just might feel that way. 12 bucks an hour, flexible scheduling, plus food, fun, and prizes. Throw in a great discount at the Mason Outlet Store, and this might be the best way you've ever earned some extra cash. Apply online at masoncompaniesinc.com slash careers or immediate interviews from 2 to 6 on Wednesday, November 6th at the Mason Companies Corporate Office, Chippewa Falls. I sit down at the table way too often, and when I sit down at the table, I'm sitting there usually to eat. But sometimes folks sit at a nice table and have great discussions. Round table discussions, they're called. I'm Scott Schultz on the northern end of the world's longest barn. And Josh, recently the former egg secretary sat down with the whole southern crew, basically, and talked in a round table discussion. Yeah, Scott, I was curious why I was not invited to this discussion. They kind of had a, a party with Secretary Vilsack. Josh Scramlin here on the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And despite a trade war going on all across the globe, U.S. Dairy Export Council CEO and former USDA Secretary Tom Vilsack feels pretty optimistic. And he sat down with Pam Yonke, Reba McClone, and Caitlin Riley to talk about his optimistic outlook. Well, it starts with the fact we have a Japanese agreement that puts us on par with our European and New Zealand competitors in Japan. 
that's obviously really good news, particularly on the cheese side. We think we have an opportunity to double cheese sales, maybe triple the value of cheese that is being sold in that Japanese market. It's a market that's going to continue to grow. We anticipate and expect it's going to grow at 4% a year for the next 10 years. So this is a real good opportunity. Otherwise, we would have been at a severe disadvantage. The tariff differential between us and our competitors would have been so that it would have been harder and harder for us to sell cheese. It also helps us restore parity in terms of the powder market, where we have been losing a little bit ground because our competitors have tariff-free access to that market. We're now going to be on parity with them there. So uh, good news. Uh, that's number one. Number two, uh, China. Uh, the fact that they are now lowering the tariff on, on permeate whey protein gives us an opportunity to reintroduce ourselves at least to a, a certain amount of that market. Indonesia. Uh, you wouldn't think of that uh, normally, but the fact is they're a little bit irritated with the EU, and they're now directing their importers to consider buying from U.S. dairy. Um, USMCA ratification hopefully uh, takes place in the next couple of months, opens up that Canadian market, uh, preserves that Mexican market uh, as well. Uh, opportunities for us to grow in Chile uh, in South America. We now have a permanent uh, location down there that we didn't have before because we have resources uh, under the trade assistance program. Uh, new opportunities in Mexico with Costco, uh, a new retail program in, in Mexico, a, a new retail program in, in, in South Korea, and then we're opening up a center for dairy excellence in Southeast uh, Asia, all of which I think suggests, uh, along with our pop-up stores in the Middle East and North Africa, that we have expanded promotions, more partnerships, more activity, and now a permanent uh, physical presence in that Southeast Asian market. You have made the point in the past on the quality of the dairy products, our sanitation system. It's something we take for granted, but when you travel around the world, that is something that acts like a magnet for a lot of those retailers and consumers. It is. You know, historically we've said, look, we got a safe product, we have a nutritious product, yeah. we have an ample product. Now we can add an additional uh, marketing opportunity to us by talking about the sustainability practices of U.S. dairy. Uh, only dairy industry in the world that has an internationally certified animal welfare standard. Uh, along with our Canadian friends, they were the only dairy producers that can say over the last a few years we've actually reduced greenhouse gas emissions connected with the production of milk. Everybody else has increased their emissions at a time when people were pretty sensitive about that. So it's an opportunity for us to educate a global marketplace about what U.S. producers are doing to be more sustainable and to separate ourselves from our competition. And I will tell you, it's something that remarkably is of great interest in those global markets. You know, we talk about how trade, it makes a headline, but it doesn't move the markets. It's these kinds of tangibles, the deliverables that keep moving the market. What else do you see as as far as product development, Secretary Vilsack, things that you have are privy to, uh, they show you first before they even take it to the market. What gets you excited about what's coming down the road? Well, there are so many ways in which you can use cheese. <laughs> uh, you know, there's a lot of work now done with uh, cheese and chicken, uh, which I hadn't really thought much about. <laughs> Uh, essentially trying to replicate what we did with uh, pizza. Oh, yeah. uh, there are obviously uh, also additional opportunities on the pizza side. Right. You know, multiple cheese uh, pizzas, four cheese, five cheese, seven mm -hmm. cheese pizzas. Uh, and the world is really embracing this. And so it's, it's an opportunity for us to, not only to, to show the functionality and versatility of cheese, but then you get on the ingredient side, you get into health and wellness. You get into gels, bars, uh, drinks that people mm -hmm. are, are using after a workout. Uh, and we basically can make the case that no matter what age you are, no matter what circumstance you may have, there is an opportunity for dairy to help you be healthier and happier.
Well, some of the folks were surprised when you brought up African swine fever as a market driver. You don't always draw that correlation, but it's pretty obvious with your explanation. Well, when 50%, at least that's what the Chinese have, yeah. have publicly said, 50% of their hog industry has been decimated by African swine fever, we are there to say, look, U.S. dairy can provide help and assistance as you rebuild that industry. Incredibly important for you to rebuild it. Obviously, there's a lot of demand for pork in China. There's shortages now. There's unrest concerning prices for food. But we can help. Notwithstanding the fact that we have challenges on the trade side, we have the whey permeate. We have the whey protein that can help you advance your pigs, grow your pigs faster, have more pigs, uh, rebuild that industry more quickly. That's something I think they paid attention to, and as a result, they uh, reduced the tariffs on, on whey protein and permeate, which allows us, I think, to begin recapturing a bit of the vo volume that we've lost as a result of uh, the trade war. Well, and hogs are being lost there. Hogs are being lost in a lot of places that we might be able to assist. That's right. Uh, this is unfortunately and tragically a spread to Vietnam. Uh, there have been cases reported in Indonesia. So this can be replayed in a number of different uh, markets. At the same time, we can also say to uh, our, our counterparts in Mexico, here's an opportunity as well for us to help your hog industry be healthier, grow, grow faster, get to market more quickly. All of this, uh, obviously, to the benefit of the U.S. dairy industry. Girls, you got a question you want to ask? I do. You had talked about the sidebar of the USMCA and the importance of being able to keep our cheese names and yeah. that labeling. Do you want to reiterate that? Sure. You know, the issue, uh, I think the, the Europeans, in a way, have a, a sort of a backward compliment to U.S. dairy uh, when they essentially say to the world, look, we can't compete with uh, U.S. cheeses. 89 medals in the world competition last year, uh, great abundance, continued innovation. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to compete without you being on the playing field. And the way they do that is by essentially saying to trading partners, protect the name of certain cheeses so that only European suppliers of, those, of, the, of that cheese can use that name. So that puts us at a disadvantage. If we're making Asiago cheese, but we can't call it Asiago, we have to convince the consumer that it really truly yeah. is Asiago, but we can't call it that, mm -hmm. it really puts us at a marketing disadvantage. So the agreement with Mexico that's part of the USMCA, a side letter, basically lists a series of commonly used cheese names and essentially the Mexican commitment not to negotiate those protections, that use of common name, away. That's an important consideration. It's the first time ever that we've had such a list. That combined with the recent mozzarella agreement that basically preserves our capacity to use that term uh, puts us in a, a better position in terms of being able to push back on our European friends. And then you had brought up the Center for Dairy Excellence that you're going to be creating in Singapore, hopefully the early next year. Can you explain more on that, what its overall purpose is going to be? When we compete in the Asian market, particularly in Southeast Asia, we're competing with folks who have been in that market for 30, 40, 50 years. Uh, too often people think of the U.S. as a, as a uh, in the export market only because we've got a surplus from time to time. We're going to leave the export market as soon as the domestic market gets better here. Well, we want to send the message that we're in that export market uh, for, for good, and we're in that export market to compete to win. So we want a physical presence that allows us to tell the U.S. dairy story of sustainability every single time someone walks through the door. We want uh, full-time staff working every single day, 24-7, branding U.S. dairy and selling U.S. dairy. We want a test kitchen and sensory panels to be able to showcase the functionality and versatility of U.S. dairy products, a place where people can congregate and meet and learn more about U.S. dairy. And again, that's Tom Vilsack, 
the uh, head of the U.S. Dairy Export Council, talking to a bunch of our folks down there in the southern part of the state. He was in Madison at World Dairy Expo. And, uh, again, he gets around the country. He gets around the world. He's doing a, a good job with the Dairy Export Council. 28 minutes after 5, sunshine today. Should be about 50. Where has Pioneer Corn Product Development taken me today? Welcome to the local research center in Mankato, Minnesota. I'm in the main building because it's hot and sticky outside, really humid. And I'm looking out the window at a field planted with Pioneer's most advanced corn trade technology, Pioneer brand Chrome products. The breeders here are excited because Chrome technology works across more Pioneer germplasm than previous triple stack products. So at the same time you're getting strong pest protection, you're unlocking more yield potential. I see a couple of pioneer scientists out in the fields now. Me, I've got air conditioning and a soda, so I'm good. The research center in Mankato, another place that makes pioneer, pioneer. You'll hear more from me later. For now, let your local pioneer sales representative hear from you. When you're in for improving your energy efficiency, Wisconsin is in for growing your farm's energy savings. Focus on energy partners with Wisconsin Utilities to offer farmers the tools to grow their farm's energy efficiency and cash incentives to make it happen. Get started today. Call 888-947-7828 or visit focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness to learn more. That's focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness. Focus on energy, helping farmers grow since 2001. We're going to get Scott in here with some of our uh, local news, but uh, as I mentioned earlier, the Wisconsin 4-H Foundation had an evening of art in which they had some of the finest 4-H artists and people like that, kids donate, and uh, they were selected from different sections. of. The- were you ever an artist? Did you Could you do anything, draw anything? Well, I'm an artist in many ways. But, I didn't uh, ask you that. I asked <laughs> if you could draw. I can draw. Anybody can draw. <laughs> yeah. But Whether you can draw well. Is it? Yeah, right. Is could the you issue. draw well? I don't draw well. <laughs> I, I, I lost perspective where my drawing is yeah, concerned. so did I. I by no musical talent, I can't draw. I can't. I have so much envy for people that are, you know, can right? just pick who, those things who up. Who can so see naturally. it. Yep. Yeah. It yep. just, but anyway. Second annual Evening of Art auction down in Madison to benefit the 4-H raised $15,000, and that's good. And some of the young people from our area, first prize as far as a painting in the judging was Rochelle Heller from Jackson County. Rochelle had a picture, painted a picture of coneflower, and uh, that sold for $250. And also, second prize painting, Grace Kling from Jackson County. Some Pig was the title of her art. The winning bid there was $550. First prize as far as a drawing was concerned, Grace Shape or Shape from Adams County. Grace, I apologize uh, pronouncing your name, but uh, Patriot's Edge, $150. First prize, other media, Rafferty Dressen from Adams County. A beaded horse, and that sold for $500. So a lot of young people from our area were judged to have some of the best art in the state, and it sold, and Helped raise $15,000. That's good stuff. What else is going on? 
The Eau Claire man who threatened to shoot his co-workers at the Menards Distribution Center will spend the next four months on work release and the next three years on probation. Kevin Pinkham yesterday pleaded guilty to making terroristic threats. The judge in the case sentenced him to work release and ordered him to destroy his guns. Police say Pinkham had a... a uh, uh, several guns and a journal that talked about killing his co-workers. He was arrested back in August. The man accused of threatening police officers in Chippewa Falls back in August is out of the hospital and back in jail. A judge yesterday ordered Christopher Nyferson on a $50,000 cash bond. He's been in the hospital since a deputy shot him at the Indian Head Motel back in August. Nyferson is facing threat charges, but not weapons charges. He claimed he had a gun during August standoff, but that's not clear if if he had a gun. Eau Claire's Food Bank is celebrating its new expansion. Feed My People yesterday cut the ribbon on its new warehouse. The added room will allow the food bank to store more food as well as deliver more food to hungry people in and around Eau Claire. Feed My People's Susie Hogley said the exp- expansion will uh, make sure that the food bank is there for more people and there for a long time. Wisconsin's Public Service Commission is telling people to get their power bills in order now before before the winter sets in, the PSC yesterday said people need to contact their power company to set up payment arrangements or pay past due bills before the winter billing moratorium begins. The state law power uh, stops power companies from shutting people's power off between November 1st and August 15th, but the commission says people should get their bills in order before that. And the bird population is dropping across Wisconsin, according to the folks at Beaver Creek reserve near Fall, Fall Creek. There are fewer and fewer birds in the Chippewa Valley because of the use of pesticides and the losses of habitat. Beaver Creek officials say the bird population across the U.S. has dropped by 30% during the past 50 years. Wow. Come on into my backyard. I got <laughs> birds and uh, they're leaving a lot of evidence that they're there around. So, wow. <laughs> yep. Uh, not mine. It's not down in my backyard, that's for sure. But that's an interesting story. Yeah. All right, we've got uh, good weather coming our way, at least for the next couple of days. Let's find out more about that as we go over to Skywarn 13. And, of course, uh, Monica is gracing us, at least for the last couple of days, with her presence, to, uh, taking a look at our weather forecast. Brought to you this morning by the Main Street Cafe in the heart of downtown Bloomer. Donnie's up and at him making breakfast for you up at the Main Street already. Yum. Yeah, I know it. I'm hungry too, Monica. That's for (laughs) sure. Golly. So one more time here, Monica. But uh, it does look like chili and blackbird and places yep. like that but boy it's going to be a dandy at least for the next couple of days huh it sure is yes and boy we have earned it it has been a wild october it's been stormy it's been very wet and so thankfully we have a stretch of quieter and finally closer to average weather today lots of sunshine we're going to top out at 50 degrees but beware it is chilly out there this morning as we mentioned black river falls toma area down into the teens a lot of us having to do 
some scraping on the windshield this morning. But again, after uh, about an hour or so uh, after sunrise, we'll be able to get rid of that scraper and uh, transition to some sunglasses. And we'll need those again tomorrow. It's going to be another beautiful day and typical for October. 53 with lots of sun. Then a couple extra clouds on Sunday, but should stay dry. It is going to cool down into the mid-40s. And then next week looks even cooler, just in time for the final days of October. We'll see a rain-snow mix on Monday down to 39. A chilly day Tuesday with a chance for some snow at 38, 35 on Wednesday, and then back to 40, but should be dry for Halloween. Right now in Eau Claire, it's 24. I'm Skywarn 13 meteorologist Monica Ott. Now, is the little one old enough to get dressed up and go out trick-or-treating? We are going to dress her up. I think we'll only go trick-or-treating maybe a couple of the neighbors' houses, but yes, we are going to do it. Ah, that's good. you got to get them started young. Yeah, and she's going to be a skunk. (laughs) (laughs) Is she really? Yep, because she's a little stinker. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, that'll change. Next year, she'll be a princess. Yes, I'm sure she will. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Monica, and uh, we'll see you down the road. Sounds good. All right, Monica out over at Skywarn 13. She says, this is it. I'm just filling in for a couple of days, and I've got my regular job at holiday vacations and so she won't probably be around with us anymore but we've always enjoyed having monica with us and we said our weather brought to you by the main street cafe in the heart of downtown bloomer get in there and get some breakfast donnie's cooking bacon and eggs or maybe to be on the safe side just to maybe get a bowl of cereal <laughs> but it's all good at the main street cafe and if you're just having breakfast don't forget have a piece of pie too Take a drive to Bloomer, see all the beautiful fall colors, and enjoy a wonderful meal from Main Street Cafe. They have daily homemade soups and sandwiches, daily breakfast, lunch and dinner specials, and follow that up with one of the Main Street Cafe fall pies. Try blackberry, cranapple, or pumpkin cream cheese. Thursday is pizza buffet. Friday is their fish fry. And Saturday, enjoy steak and lobster. Check out the breakfast buffet on Saturday and Sunday. The Main Street Cafe. Don't forget to leave room for the pie. One thing we all have to remember, as the weather gets colder, so do the birds. If you've got a feeder, you better keep it stocked. And that's why your local Central Wisconsin Hardware Hank Farm and Home Stores bring you the annual Bird Fest 2019. It's the best bird seed prices of the year. It's four days only, October 24th through the 27th. 40-pound black oil sunflower seeds, just $10.99. 50-pound premium wild bird seed, just ten ninety nine suet cakes only seventy nine cents. All in stock bird feeders are twenty percent off. Four days only for this huge bird seed sale, October twenty fourth through the twenty seventh. Limited to supplies on hand. Don't miss this chance to stock up for the winter months with performance seeds at your Central Wisconsin Hardware Hank Farm and Home Stores, located in Medford, Loyal, Thorpe, Colby, and Pittsville. Your days in the field start early and end late, but no two are ever the same. You've got a lot invested in this land and even more riding on it in the future for you, your family, and your community. At Bremer Bank, we're ready to do all we can to help you make it through the tough times and make the most of the good ones. Let's see what we can do together. Find out more at bremer.com. We've got markets to get to. We're about 22, almost 21 minutes before 6 o'clock on a Friday morning at Wax. About 50 in sunshine today. Scott, what else is going on in our farm news this morning? 
U.S. agriculture has a lot riding on a trade deal with China. A partial agreement is expected soon. And if it happens, the Chinese say they're going to buy a lot of farm goods from the U.S. right away. According to Bloomberg News, the Chinese say they'll buy at least $20 billion in agricultural products from us within a year. And in the second year of that expected deal, those sales could be as high as 40 to $50 billion. Trade talks have been going on in Washington all this week with the hope of having President Trump and China's president signing that new deal next month at an economic conference in Chile. And Democratic leaders in Congress say they're on their way to passing the new U.S.-Mexico-Canada trade agreement, but a lot of other people aren't so sure. There are only about 20 legislative days left this year, and Congress still has to pass spending bills to keep the government operating, work out a new defense bill, and deal with that impeachment inquiry. DTN is reporting that labor unions still aren't supporting the bill because they don't like the labor or environmental provisions in that deal. If the deal goes does get through in the House, which Speaker Nancy Pelosi says will happen, it will be an easy yes vote in the Senate. And if you enjoy a good BLT, there should be no problem finding enough bacon for that sandwich. The latest USDA numbers show the coolers are full. The U.S. has more than 40 million pounds of pork bellies in storage. That's the most since 1971. The reasons? A buildup of the American hog herd, higher carcass weights, and a drop-off in pork exports to China because of their outbreak of uh, African swine fever. As of September 1st, There were 77.7 million hogs in this country, the most since 1943. And since I first saw that this morning, I've been hankering for a good side pork sandwich. There you go. That's good stuff. Yeah, (laughs) Nothing better than a BLT. My mother, years ago when we were kids, made BLTs, and she put peanut butter on a toast, you know. Yeah. And, boy, I'm telling you, it's... You try it sometime. I don't doubt it. That sounds pretty good, actually. It's delicious. It's delicious. Ooh, I could use a good BLT. Talking about a lot of food this morning. You right, know, we well, it's it's greasy food day. It's greasy food day. National it, greasy food day. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, good. Then we got an excuse. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Nineteen minutes before six o'clock. Twenty-four degrees out there. We'll get about fifty today with sun. When you're in for improving your energy efficiency, Focus on Energy can help you grow your farm's energy efficiency this fall. Scott Schultz with Steve Craker, Trade Ally Liaison with Focus on Energy. We're getting to the end of our season. That we're we're looking for invoices for equipment that's been purchased over the year. Hot water boilers, unit heaters, some of the greenhouse things that are going on, thermal curtains climate controls. We've got some good incentives on the, the boilers. They're like $1 to $3 per MBH. So okay. depending on the efficiency and the size, we're giving out probably, uh, I'd say, $300 to $1,000, depending on the size and the mm-hmm. efficiency. So lots of equipment available, lots of incentives available for upgrading that heating equipment. Where do you go to find information? Focusonenergy.com. Call 888 888- Steve Craker, the Trade Ally Liaison with Focus on Energy. I'm Scott Schultz. 
Harvest season is underway, and you know what that means. It's time to look at marketing your corn and soybeans. Buck Country Grain in Arcadia and Dummer's Grain Service in Holman are the people to trust. They work with the farmer to get them the most competitive price for their commodities. Target Price offers purchase contracts, basis contracts, and more. They offer all grain services. Buck Country Grain in Arcadia and Dummer's Grain Service in Holman. Give them a call today or visit their website at www.buckcountrygrain.com. It's where your corn and soybeans want to go. And today at Buck Country Grain in Arcadia, Dummer's Grain Service in Holman at cash corn price. Again, new crop corn, three fifty two a bushel. And for new crop soybeans at Buck Country and Dummer's, eight seventy three. So again, corn three fifty two, the beans at eight seventy three. Come fall, you can't trust you'll be the only person out there. You can't trust that the animals are going to cooperate. And you definitely can't always trust the weather. But when you've logged hours building trust in your gear, you've really built trust in the most important tool in your arsenal, yourself. So come to Shields and get your season headed in the right direction with gear and expertise you can trust in-store and online at Shields.com. Are you ready? This tailgate season, dip into mouth-watering flavors of Top the Tater brand dips, like Classic Ranch and Nacho Cheese. Find Top the Tater brand dips in the refrigerated section of your grocery store. Top the Tater, strange name, delicious dip. 5.43 a.m. here at Wax 104.5, continuing with morning chores. Let's hear from Mark Koger with the Equity L Tuna Report. Choice beef steers and heifers selling from 90 to 99. Choice Holstein steers, 80 to 88. With your heavyweight and underfinished steers and heifers selling 80 and down. Cows selling on a much lower tone, 20% of the slaughter cows selling from 44 to 50. We topped at 52 and a half, 60% of the cows selling from 32 to 44, with 20% of the cows selling 32 and down. Most of the slaughter bulls selling from 60 to 75. We topped at 76. Thin, full bulls over a ton, horn bulls, and lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the Holstein bull calves weighing 95 pounds and up and selling from 10 to $60 per head. Your fancy beef calves. Selling from fifty to one hundred and fifty dollars per head with the light and pork quality calves, selling ten dollars per head and back. Quick reminder: special feeder sale here on Friday, the twenty fifth of October. We're expecting five to six hundred head at that sale. A lot of good Holsteins and a lot of good uh, vaccinated wean calves. That sale starts at twelve noon. For more information, give us a call at the market at seven one five eight three five three one zero four. Or you can go to our website at equitycoop.com to check out our early consignments. Now this is Mark Coger from the Equity Two Auction Market. Have a great day. All right, Mark, you have a great day, too, on this Friday. And let's get over to the Equity Stratford Sale Barn and see what's going on with Jerry Fitzgerald. Good morning, Jerry. How are you doing? Well, Bob, and a very good morning to you. Well, I uh, probably should have put the car in the garage last night. So uh, <laughs> if we're going anywhere this morning, we're going to have to scrape the windshield off. Either that or go out there in your long johns and start it up a little bit. Well, maybe we'll just wait for Mother Nature. Oh, well, that'll work, too. That'll work, too. But it's going to be a nice one, 50 and sunshine today. It'll be a good day. Hey, what's going on over there? We should just leave it at that because most of the news I have to tell the folks isn't that good. So anyway, whatever it is, it is. Yep, go for it. Thank you, Bob, and good morning, everyone. A summary from yesterday, Thursday, this past week here at Equity Stratford. And we'll start with the market cow auction. Of course, uh, not very good news there on the cows. Drastically lower market this week on uh, market cows. So, again, if you folks are planning on uh, marketing some cows next week, uh, probably want to check uh, 
see what the market's at, especially if you've not sold any for a while. But anyway, to get to the numbers, the higher-yielding cows uh, on yesterday's auction were selling from 41 to 51. We did top at 52 and a half. Uh, the majority of the cows in yesterday's auction, been a long time since we've quoted prices like this, but most of the cows, your average dairy cows on yesterday's auction were selling from 30 to 40. These thinner, plainer cows are below the $30 money. Bulls also on a weaker trend. From 60 to 75, we did top at 78. Lighter bulls, 60 and back. Fat cattle, grading Holstein steers this week were mostly from 80 to 92. You're selecting under finished steers, 77 and down. On the calf market, the Holstein bull calves remained mostly steady all week. Uh, 85, 220-pound bull calves were selling from 30 to 90. We did top at 100. Heifer calves, on the other hand, very limited demand, 25 hours and below. Beef calves, decent demand. Buyers quite selective, though. 100 to 225 on those good quality beef calves with a top at 250. And, of course, uh, virtually no demand for these younger, plainer calves. Now we want to look ahead to next week here at Stratford, uh, full marketing week again. Uh, of course, uh, Monday we will get underway with the market auction. Our next feeder cattle sale will be next Wednesday. Uh, as part of that sale next Wednesday, we do have a, a lot of Holstein feeder steers consigned for that sale next week, uh, along with the regular run of beef cattle. So if you folks are in the Holstein business looking for some Holstein feeder steers, it's a buyer's market, folks. So uh, we got a lot of them next Wednesday. Do in mind, our next dairy sale will, will not be until Tuesday, November 5th, due to... Uh, five Tuesdays here in October, so we have a nice lineup of cattle for that sale in November 5th. Uh, do keep in mind our next bread beef call sale will be next Wednesday, or two weeks, or a week and a half away, Wednesday, November 6th. And again, as we mentioned, uh, we few folks in the dairy business uh, that do not want to buy complete herds or needs uh, just a few cows or whatever, there are several herds we are offering for private treaty. You can go in and take your pick, just get a hold of John there. And, uh, of course, all this information is on our website, Equity Co-op. Click on the Stratford page. Our phone number is 715-687-4101. Bob, I like the weather forecast, so a lot of stuff going on this week. And uh, uh, I know uh, your uh, alumni, uh, alumnus, Badgers, where are we at? I think we're at Ohio State, huh? Yeah, tough game. 11 o'clock tomorrow morning, Ohio State. Of course, a lot of high school playoff games tonight, so... Lots of lots of football. I think they play soccer and all kinds of golf going on, so lots of things to do. Hey, enjoy it, buddy. Get your windows scraped off and so you can go watch some of that stuff. We'll talk to you next week. Oh, yeah, and uh, I, Scott was talking about bacon before. Mine's cooking already, so uh, we'll have a couple pieces for you. Tell Scott we'll have a couple for him today. So. Well, we got plenty, so throw a couple more slabs in there. We'll talk to you next week. Hey, you guys have a nice week, and thank you much. There he goes. That's Mr. Fitzgerald over at the Equity Stratford Sale Barn. After the problems this year, no one has to be reminded of how cruel nature can be. I'm Shannon Latham. Come drought, hail, or high water, if you plant the minimum product required, you're fully protected by Latham Seeds Replant Program. 75 bags of Latham brand corn or a 36-bag increase gets you 100% replant. And 200 units of Latham soybeans treated with Soy Shield Plus earns the same. Let's hope not, but just in case, go to LathamSeeds.com or call 877-GO-LATHAM. More Farm Mutuals rely on Grinnell Re to protect their assets so they can protect their policyholders. In fact, Grinnell Re is the leading reinsurer of Farm Mutuals in the U.S., providing the financial stability they expect with an A rating from AM Best to back it up. So why trust anyone but the leader? Rely on a partner that protects more Farm Mutuals than any other. Reconsider your reinsurer. Visit GrinnellRE.com today. Grinnell Re is a registered trademark of Grinnell Mutual Reinsurance Company. 
Engineered for toughness. Built for work. Discover the difference during Ram Power Days at Gross Motors in Nielsville. Right now, get 0% for 60 months, plus $2,000 bonus cash for up to $10,262 in discounts on select all-new 2019 Ram 1500 crew cabs. Explore the power of the all-new Ram 1500 during Ram Power Days at Gross Motors, your Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram dealer, 404 East Division Street, Nielsville, or online, grossauto.com. Port of Craig. We're going to talk about that before we get to Brent. December corn this morning up a penny at 388. The oats down two at 299. December wheat up two at 518. November beans up a penny at 934. Soybean meal December up a dollar a ton at 30660. Country elevator prices on the DTN screen at Golden Plum 368. Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, Fall Creek 346 on the corn, 869 on the beans. Osseo is 352 and 869. Beans at Stevens Point 854 at Sparta. Corn 352, beans 866, Ellsworth 338 and 869. Ethanol plants, Boyceville and Stanley both have corn at 363, New Richmond 358. Barrel cheese up 9.5, 220 a pound now. Blocks up a cent and a half to 212 and a half. That inversion there has uh, got to correct itself. Double A butter down a quarter at 205 and three quarters. October, class three up two at 1867. November up 36, 1937. December up 17, 1848. January up eight at 1753. February up a nickel. At 1697. Horse Stables, family owned and operated for 19 years, will have a sheep, goat, and small animal sale on Saturday, October 26th at 11 a.m. Hay and straw sale on the same day. Located three miles south of Highway 29 at N13653 Highway M Thorpe. Call Horse Stables, 715 669 3136 or 715 512 0375. Sell and complete herd dispersals of dairy cattle, specializing in your own sale. Your cattle only. Friday morning here at 20 in a row at 104.5. And that means Brent Wing joins us on our Countryside Co-op Crop Information Update Program. Countryside Cooperative. Creative solutions. Exceptional value. Get the power you need for your farm equipment. The power of peace of mind that dependable Senex lubricants bring when used in your agricultural equipment. With over 75 years of proven off-road performance, backed by the industry-leading Senex Total Protection Plan warranty, Senex heavy duty diesel engine oils, hydraulic fluids, gear lubricants, and greases are formulated to provide superior protection for hard-working, load-bearing equipment. The power you need to keep your businesses running like a well-oiled machine. Contact Countryside Cooperative today for Senex Lubricants. Dependability. Powered locally. And make sure to sign up for the Senex Total Protection Plan. It's been said that the plan is better than an extended warranty for your farming machinery. Call Countryside Cooperative today at 715-672-8947 to find out more. Brought to you by Countryside Cooperative. Proudly producing creative solutions and exceptional value to their member patrons. Brent is here. Brent Winker, of course, in our Countryside Co-op Crop Information Update program. Well, if you hadn't hit by frost before, I think last night pretty well did most of it in, don't you think? I think so. I, temperature stayed right around 25 degrees from when I left uh, all the way here, mm-hmm. so I think that pretty much ended the season yeah, everywhere. and it's down to 24 now, so uh, that's that's pretty much the end of it. So what does it mean? What are you looking at? Well, hopefully we'll be back into harvest, uh, you know, last 
Monday, I think it was that Monday, Tuesday, rain kind of messed us up for a little bit, but you know, we had gotten some harvest off before and as going to kind of touch on some of that stuff, but you know, it's definitely going to take a few days of drying on uh, some of these fields to get the harvest going again. So hopefully we'll see combines rolling. A lot of growers I've talked to are maybe 20% to 50% done on soybeans. So there has been some activity, but, uh, uh, Sam Hess, one of the countryside agronomists down there in Kings Valley, the Osseo location, he sent me a plot that he'd taken out uh, in Taylor, Wisconsin. Uh, looks like they harvested that on October 17th, so a little over a week ago. But a uh, couple of varieties that uh, shined down there. We had an Asgro 20X9, so that'd be a brand new Extend soybean, a Group 2.0 soybean that topped that plot at 59 bushel. And then also uh, Cropland RX 1827. So that's a Cropland variety out of our lineup, an Extend variety, a 1.8 maturity. Came in second right behind it at about 58.5 bushels. So kind of seeing some uh, decent yields coming in on some of these plots. Um, Kind of uh, depends on the amount of white mold. I'd gotten a plot off uh, from over in Minnesota. I got the results of that the other day. It came off obviously before all the rain and that was that was a real high white mold area and it's amazing the differences in varieties there was uh certainly some varieties that tolerated it a little bit more um in croplands lineup we've got a late group uh zero bean uh, r2co957s so a 0.9 bean uh that uh, had actually topped that plot um, around 65 bushel per acre, and you had some of the beans that when we were looking at it, the field days and things that we had had, those beans that had white mold in there and had really been affected, um, some of those beans were down into the upper 40s to low 50s. So I think agronomics of the soybeans are really going to be what we're going to have to look at this year. You know, the the yield component's certainly important, but uh, how they handled the white mold, how they handled brown stem rot, uh, phytopsia root rot, some of those diseases. There really was some separation in the soybeans this year. So just work with your agronomist again. We'll hopefully get a bunch more of these plots off over this uh, window of weather. Hopefully mm-hmm. that rain, snow isn't too terribly bad no, next week. No, I don't week. think so. I don't think You're not going to let much, it happen? No. You'll no. Kinda... We'll, we'll keep it to just maybe a few, just to kind of whet our appetite for what's to come. Yes, I <laughs> I hope hopefully we see a nice stretch. And like I say, it would take. I think for most people, it's going to take about a week. You know, a week oh, of yeah. good solid soybean harvest would get the soybeans uh, just about wrapped up. But probably won't see anything going today. Maybe maybe a little bit later when the sun comes out. So yeah, it's need, wet out there. That's for sure. It yeah. is. All right. Well, keep her out of the I'm, keep her out of the low spots. I'm gonna have to make sure and have my wife cook me a BLT tomorrow with peanut butter on it. You kind of piqued my interest. It won't now be your that. last one, believe me. It really, won't a be BL, your last one. BLT sandwich with PB. All right, I'll have to, Thanks for the insight. Yeah, enjoy it. See, it's worth getting up sometimes. <laughs> Absolutely, that's a little nugget you learned today. Absolutely, all bacon-filled morning. <laughs> See you later. All right, have a good weekend. All right, Brent Wake on our Countryside Co-op Crop Information Update Program. And we've got about 24 degrees, but we'll probably more than double that, about 50 today as we're looking for sunshine. I now pronounce you husband and wife. You may kiss the bride. Mm-hmm. Time to start the bird seed. Watch out for the seagulls. Oh, my head. Are you okay? 
United Healthcare helps connect you to care whenever you need it, like video chatting with a doctor right from your phone. So I don't need stitches? Nope. Just put some antibiotic cream on it. Great. Thank you, doctor. United Healthcare. Health plan benefits may vary. Winterize your RV for less than $60 at Chilson Outdoor Adventure RV. Details at Chilson.com. Good morning, Western Central Wisconsin.